As the originator of aftermarket performance exhaust systems, Borla Performance products are unique in three ways. They are made from exotic materials such as stainless steel, titanium, and carbon fiber. They come with a warranty that outlasts a vehicle's life, and their muffler design allows for a bolt-on and easy fit. For more than three decades, hundreds of other exhaust suppliers have attempted to copy our winning formula, but haven't come close. Borla Performance remains the world leader in upgrades and performance exhaust system. Borla Performance, leader in performance exhaust systems and induction. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Adrian. And when I want to listen to automotive podcasts, I tune in to Unique Radio with my boy, Will Castro. This is Unique Radio. Follow us on social media at We Unique Radio. That's We Unique Radio. Welcome back to Unique Radio, everybody. What's going on? How's Hi. everybody here? How you doing, Rick? I'm doing great. I, I feel <laughs> energized, and I'm just <laughs> full of energy right now. No, no you're not. You look tired. Yeah. I'm tired, Wait, yeah. Actually, when I came down the stairs, I, sleeping. he was sleeping. And yeah. I'm so sorry I did this to you, Ricky, but I totally took a picture. I couldn't help it. But don't worry. It's I'm not okay. going to post it anywhere. I don't care. Oh, post. you did a Leo moment? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, t- no, but I it do was, that to Leo all the time. No, he was in a deep sleep. It was, it was like one of those really good, I just passed out on the couch sleeps. So did you? What, what did you wind up doing? You wind up DJing last night, long night, hung out. What? No, not even. It was just one of those nights where I just couldn't sleep and twist and turn. That's a lot on the mind. Yeah, exactly. It was just. It was. A, you know, one of those nights where you just can't get comfortable. And I was just watching movies and just trying to do anything I could to get to to get to bed, but it just didn't work. So you probably was thinking about Connor <laughs> of all the yeah. stuff oh he's been God, talking yeah. about. That's what it was. You're mm-hmm. twisting and turning like. What is this? So when is this fight? First fight going to be? It's the twenty sixth. It's the twenty sixth of August. August. Of yeah, August, yeah, and yeah, we're yeah. going right now, hyping it up. Uh, yeah, it's well, only a month away. Yeah, and they're doing all the press meeting for it right now. Uh, and I was actually talking to Ricky about this before. I don't have to go into such detail, but they have to. I feel like there's a meeting before their meeting of like Mayweather being like, "All right, look, Connor, you're going to say this." Connor's like, "All right, I'm going to say that." Like, I feel like they have to know what they're going to say to each other and how they want to present this to the public so that way they can get a lot of buzz around it. Do you think that happens or no? Oh, definitely. Because I don't agree. You don't think so? No. It's called contracts. So when you when you both uh, both parties are going into a contract, they discuss those things there. But at the end of the day, once it becomes competition and egos are involved and the macho-ness comes in, that goes all out the window at the end of the day. So you're saying you think the press is part of the competition? You think it starts there? Yeah, I mean, I mean it happens. I mean, if if if, uh, if uh, me and Ricky are playing basketball, right? Yo, Rick, you know, let's take it easy. There's just a barbecue, right? That's happening at family barbecues, right? Yo, we're gonna play some softball. Take it easy, a little stroke. Then you got the one. Weekend warrior that wants to show off because he brought his girl mm-hmm. there. Right. He wants to stroke one out the park. Right. He wants to like run it out. He thinks he's playing for the then Yankees sudden, at the barbecue. You're like, yo, my man, I thought you was just take it easy for the barbecue. Yo, nah, that's not that's not how I play. Then all of a sudden the other guy starts going, yeah. Right. Then I'm gonna take it up a notch, and that's what's happening here. What happens is that Connor is saying, you know what, this is my moment. I'm gonna say what I want to say, and see if I could touch some buttons that's gonna be able to work. In my favor. For sure. You know, and Mayweather's going to do the same thing, too. So it just worked out that for them, the press is starting to really take off. And you got the media that's going to ask stupid questions sometimes. 
And, you know, th that's how it all starts. I don't think they just like, hey, you take it easy. I take it easy. Or, oh, I'm going to say this. and I'm. Nah, I think it's, everything is fair game. So the content <laughs> is not contrived. But they know that they're probably going to go into it going into it's, it. I don't think the content is contrived. I think that there's a mutual understanding that both of these guys are... Sell constant. tickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> make that money. Right. They're both right. guys that want to make money. Businessmen. They're both consummate promoters. And they're kind of feeding off of one another. But it, the thing that I find interesting about it is... Even though you can tell that there's that understanding, okay, this guy's... I'm feeding off of his energy. There's still, like like what Will said, there's that machismo that yep. gets into play where one guy says one thing that kind of rubs the other guy the wrong way. So it's like this weird mix of, you know, con not contrived, but like promotion. But then every now and then there's actual genuine... Right, you know, taken into the next level. Exactly. There's things. There's actual emotions going into it. Everyone's sensitive mm -hmm. to a certain word. You may not know what that word is, right? But when that person discovers it, yeah, they'll, they'll keep be able using to, they'll, it. They'll use it again. Now, I think they are crossing the borders. You know, they going into right. another place. I think so too. And 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 maybe that wasn't planned. I don't think it's just you know there's certain things that were said. And it just happened. And not, once you say something, that's it. It's there. It's in the ether. Right. Now, so then I got to get one up on him. Right. On, and, I, and then now that one might, might have been meditated. Well, know? now yeah. here's the thing. Now, do you think this could possibly change how the fight is going to be? Because maybe beforehand they were both just going into it like this is a make money. Right. It's not because it, we know it's not going on either one of their records. It's more of just it's a separate show, basically. But now that the trash talking has gone up to such a level, do you think it's going to be a real fight now when they get in the ring? I Oof. think it's always a real fight. I'll be honest. I mean, it's just these guys are professionals. That's what they do for a living. I think that they can shut it off and shut it on. I mean, that's what they do for a living. I for mean, they, 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 go into the, they go into that dressing room. They're lacing up the gloves. And, and guess what? They're coming out to perform uh, not only for themselves and right. their families and their livelihoods, but their fans i mean the, 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 for the sport so the exa the example i'm trying to make though is like for for example in another sport like in baseball for example for like the all-star game obviously you're on the all-star team you're going to give it your best but you may not do something that's going to get you hurt for the rest of the regular season especially if you're going into the playoffs whatever it may be so you want to play hard for the all-star game because you're on the all-star team but you may not do something crazy like you would in a regular season or a postseason game. Uh, that I don't may agree get to that. I, you don't, I, I don't agree to that. I mean, I, I play sports, and, and I'll be honest. I've played in all kinds of different recreational sports and even school sports and stuff like that and, and, and league sports. So you're saying you go hard every game no matter what? Dude. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, you want to be respected among your peers. Right. Like, you know, when you play up against another team, you're like, you want that other team to be like, Yo, don't hit it towards second base. Will's definitely, he's going to be able to get the range to the left, to the right. It's just a competition thing. So right. at the end of the day, no, you're not going to take off a day. I, I wouldn't do that. I mean, if I'm going to be in the all-star game, right. I'm going to go all out if I can get the MVP trophy. And guess what? Now they've changed the, the rules a few years back that if the American League wins, they get home field advantage throughout the World Series. Right. Now, if you're in the last place team, right. <laughs> yeah, maybe that you may not go as hard. But right. you know what I'm saying, but and also, I mean, this the, it, it this is such a weird thing for me because I've been following combat sports, both boxing, mixed martial arts, 
boxing has been relevant for obviously years. Decades. But MMA, life, yeah. no one, no one cared about it. You didn't see it on Sports Center. You didn't see it really treated with any sort of reverence. So now MMA, you're talking about MMA, yeah. Okay. Boxing obviously, has yeah, been, I right. Mean, was been has been revered for years. Yeah, why world boxing sports. is religion. Yeah, it's it's an Olympic exactly. sport. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I love but boxing. with MMA, no one really cared about it. So it's so, it, this. I feel like I'm in like a uh, like a parallel dimension. Twilight Zone. Yeah, I really do. Watching this whole thing unfold because at first I was like, okay, yeah, it's a spectacle. It's just a cash grab. But as I watch more and more of this and see how people are just being drawn in, people that I know that don't ever talk about boxing or mixed martial arts i feel like i agree with will i I feel like it's becoming more than what it originally was intended to be like it was supposed to be an exhibition but now that both of these guys this is part of their their legacy their egos and i feel like they originally were like this is a cash grab but now like you said pride is getting put in there and it's out the window now it's a whole other thing can yeah. I ask a question? Are you guys willing to say who it is that maybe you're rooting for or you don't have an opinion? or cause I'm going I, for Mayweather. Because I can tell you right now, I'm going for Mayweather for a few reasons. One, I'm not saying because he's the real, quote, boxer. It's not about that. It's because 49-0, and 0, he's a professional American boxer. And if I'm going to go that route, I'm going for right. our American boxer. Yeah, I, I, w- I wouldn't go that. I would, I would just, the reason why I'm going with Mayweather, I followed his career when he was a youngster, you know what I'm saying? A real young fighter. Um, he he's he's one of the best to really do it as far as knowing his craft, knowing his opponents. I haven't followed Connor enough to say I could be a fan. And to be honest, I mean when I did watch it, he lost. True champions don't do that. They don't take days off. Not when you're a fighter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I think he's very talented. I think that Khan is very talented. He's one of the best MMA fighters out there. So, but I haven't watched enough to be a fan of his. But I, but I do respect him. I think that he is very skillful and he's very good at what he does too. So this is going to be a pretty good fight, man. I mean, I mean, I, I, it was uh, just going to be like some event. But I think that when these guys get in the ring, it's it's going to be. For real, like 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 every other fight. I mean, who wants to, you know, I don't know, if, take a punch in your face and you go in there saying, Let, let's play around. I don't know if you've ever played a fight with your friends, but, mm-hmm. you know, let's just start out with slap. Yeah, it always yeah. gets real after the fact, because <laughs> mm-hmm. once you felt that one punch that you're like, yo, I thought this was not real. You know, like I thought we were just playing around. It's on. That shit hurt. Right. It's like a primal so thing. Now you got to hit him hard. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm hmm. And then it becomes who hits harder, you know right. what I'm saying? And then who's wrestling down and keeping them down, like, it, it, and, who's it, and that's out. why moms always say with the brothers, no play fighting, mm-hmm. yeah. because your brothers and you're like, ah, no, we're only playing. No, it doesn't. It, play it fighting serious. turns into get into right. macho people going just get into it. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this: Do you think? Well, who do you got? Wait, 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 you didn't answer the question. Yeah. I didn't because you didn't either. I uh, want to answer it. I was waiting for him to. See, answer. I'm okay, just, I'll I'm go. just being patriotic. That's, that's okay. what I'm doing. I'm going the patriotic. Okay, route. me. I'm just going. Because, All right, Yankee uh, Doodle I'm Dandy following. over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually. I changed my opinion. I originally was going for Mayweather, but I think that. He's like, now that I know Medina's going for... Yeah, just <laughs> just, are, are just despite Medina. Descent? No, I'm not. But just 
Uh, oh, Jimmy Bibby. <laughs> <Atar, ta-ta, ta-ta-ta. laughs> oh, just, just seeing what's been going on in the last, you know, with the press events and stuff. I think that Connor is actually using a tactic here and he's using his trash talk because he's in the underdog position mm-hmm. and he's trying to get under Floyd's skin. There was and, a lot of there was 49 underdogs before that and mm, did the same shit. That's true. That's true. But I think he's taking it to a different level that. It hasn't been taken to before. So wait, we'll see. so you respect that? I want to know this. Do you respect that level? I don't respect I, I don't respect what he's saying, but I respect the tactic. Yeah, no, he said some crazy things yeah. that he shouldn't right. have said. But I agree. It is him. what it is now. Right. But you know, it definitely was offending to hear that. So I'm 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 rooting for him in the actual fight <clears throat> because of that. But I'll I'll let Ricky say who he's gonna go for, but I have a question for Will about after that. I'm actually rooting for both guys because I think that the thing that's so fascinating about both of these guys is that they're the, essentially the same person. And this kind of shows you like in the climate in this country where people talk about racial lines, these are both guys that came from having nothing. Yes. Right. And just on personality and talent were able to make themselves wealthy. And I, I think mm. both guys that's why you can tell, like, again, it's this weird juxtaposition because there, there are these moments where you could you could tell that they're both like, all right, we, we're making money. we got to promote this fight. But yet at the same time, you do not get to that level unless you're an alpha, unless you're sure. a competitor, like a natural born competitor. So there's times where you could tell they're like, all right, you stepped over the line. And, and, and I find it so interesting because, again, I agree completely with Will. When those two guys put on the gloves and step into the ring, yes. the whole spectacle, the competition—that it's—it's—it's—it's it, it's, it's just raw emotion. They're gonna want to win. They're gonna want to take the other guys. They don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, like if if Mayweather goes in there and just takes it lightly, like oh, okay, this is just an event, right? One false move, my man could get killed in there. Mm-hmm. So no, nah, yeah. they're not. They're not doing that. Those guys are protecting themselves. Right. They're going to box, and that's that's what they're doing. They're going to box. This is not a wrestling match. There's right. going to be a little bit of a difference that Connor's going to have to. I know Adapt. he's been practicing, and I'm right. sure, and that's that's what's going to make Connor come out of this really good because he is going into Mayweather sport. And that's why he's in there, because he's one of the best that ever did it. So if anybody that can adapt from MMA to a regular boxing is going to be Connor. So this is going to be a good fight. That's perfect you said that, because my question to you, I know that you are a huge boxing fan. Yep. And you've watched MMA events before, you know, big fights and stuff. Yeah. If this turns out well for Connor, and he either wins the fight or does really well in your eyes... Do mm-hmm. you think that'll change your opinion on the sport? Do you think you'll start watching more MMA? Not him particularly, but just the fact that an MMA guy was able to come in and potentially beat Floyd Mayweather Well, to if be that to- happens. Well, the, to be totally honest, I have kids, and I, I'm not into that sport because there's some guys that really, really get really hurt in there, like, and they're helpless. And it's like when you're younger and you see a bar fight or whatever, you really never thought of things like that. But right. when you're seeing these MMA guys like helpless and the dude is pounding on his face, breaking his jaw, blood's coming all out, 
I read that doesn't that's not entertainment for me. I'll be uh, honest. Are you, it's not. It's are just you not. thinking of the that's o- my opinion? You, you're right. Are you thinking of the old MMA, though? Or are you talking about recent fights? Because I a watch lot of recent people- ones now. Nah, the guys are getting hurt in there. I just don't. I mean, boxing. If you look at boxing, right? That's also a brutal combat sport, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I look at things a little differently now. That's all. I'm just a lot older, so I look at things a little bit different. It's two gladiators in there, right? And, you know, with boxing, if the referee's not on point, he could hurt that other guy, too, because he's helpless. And and he's getting too many shots to the head. No, I mean, it's just, it's a human being in there at the end of the day. And it's like, I, I do enjoy the sport. I just... They need to protect the fighters a little bit more than they do, I think. That's my opinion. So for me to watch mixed martial arts and the ones that – I mean, I, I've I, I watched this guy. I forgot his name. I think it's Johnson. My man has a vicious – I mean, vicious punch. Rumble. And I think he's from Georgia. Yeah, and this Rumble guy, Johnson. I, would, I wouldn't want anybody going against this guy. This guy, his punch is a thrush. Like, like I'm like – Yo, he could kill somebody. Like, I don't find that as... I guess I could find better entertainment than that. I, I don't right. know. I enjoy... And you know that Floyd is going to outbox him. He's going to finesse him. Right. He's not going to kill nobody. So he is is, is a crafty fighter. Um, you know, I love uh, Hector Camacho. He was an entertainer. He wasn't killing nobody. You know what I'm saying? Nice puncher, you know, had some style, rest in peace. Right. Repping, you know, Puerto Rico, Uptown, Harlem, the whole thing. Like, I, I love boxing. But you know MMA what? MMA is a little dangerous, man. Like, yo, guys are getting but here's really the thing, hurt up in there. Here's what's interesting. You got to be into that. Here's about what the interesting thing about what you're saying. It's all about perception because boxing is actually a more dangerous sport because of the standing eight count. Guys are able to get up and the referees. One, two, three. In MMA, if a guy's not intelligently defending himself, once he gets knocked down, or it, it's he doesn't have time to get up. And I mean, there, if you there's a documentary about Gaddy Ward, and Mickey Ward talks about rounds where he doesn't even remember. He was like on autopilot, and right. that's the thing with boxing, where guys are able to kind of get up. Somewhat compose themselves, and, and the then, referee lets him go the in. Referee lets but him I, go, I, but yeah. I just talked about that. I said that the referees have to do a better job. No, you're right. But MMA too. I mean, if the guy is not in a, in a position where he could try to tap himself out, right? What happens? No, you're he right. Gets beaten. No, you're like right. I've seen, I've seen events I've seen it. where I the guy is just getting I'm clobbered not, yeah, in the head and that's fifteen crazy. times in a row, and there's no stopping it. It's just yeah. like I mean, that's stop. just me, man. I mean, not just but the guy's blocking. He's but the thing nah, that's nah, interesting, nah, nah, though, nah, nah. is I, I do think it's a perception thing because it's cor- like football's cor- the same thing. Football. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. I think that if you look at all of sanctioned boxing and you look at all of sanctioned MMA, Hold there on. there has actually been a death in the boxing ring. There's as, been plenty of deaths. A but former just... MMA fighter went into boxing. This guy, Tim Haig, it happened about two or three weeks ago and got killed. The guy had fought a bunch of sanctioned MMA fights, but he went into boxing and he got killed in boxing because he wasn't, he shouldn't, it's also the commissions. Commissions are the ones who sanction who fights and who doesn't fight. Mm-hmm. There's certain guys who should not be stepping in. The in no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but, so, 
perception. What do you mean about boxing? I mean about both sides. Yeah. I mean right. about everything. It's it's about these are are like you mentioned Anthony Why Rumble they- Johnson. These are trained killers in both sports. There has to be the commissions have to make sure that if they give someone a license, that that is. Because it's like the, if they gave Will a license to fight Anthony Rumble Johnson, right. like, I would, yeah. I would say would no. Even if he said a million dollars, I wouldn't go in there. I'll probably, I'm not going to be able to enjoy the money. Oh. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> forget that. So it's like, right. so, so okay. So you said, let, let's talk about perception. There's a huge reason why Dana White, okay, UFC is doing phenomenal. It ain't because the sport is clean. People see blood and people getting hurt in the rings. That's why that sport has excelled the way it has. Boxing, on the other hand, they look at it as boring because they've changed their rules to make it a little bit more safe. Like you said, if the guy, listen to me, just like we just said, when they both get in the ring, they both got egos, they got pride, the dude takes an eight count he he could still be dazed up and he's there to try he, he's just going on pure pride Repper, you know representing himself his family and he even though he may be dizzy and he can't move forward he just has to be able to trick and convince the referee so he can say this guy's a a warrior, mm-hmm. and that and that's just like a football player Absolutely. or anything else. Like that. the guy yep. has a hamstring and he's still playing. Like that's the competitive nature. So, but for me, um, watching a bloody sport, I'm just not into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the, me personally. I'm just. I mean, everybody else they that obviously is doing well, so they're not going to worry about my rating. But right. it's just you know, I, you know, I do like the sport, but I just feel that you know sometimes these guys are a little helpless, man. It's tough for them to. And what's, protect in- themselves. And what's interesting about what, what Will just said is is it just shows you, you know, when two guys are fighting on the street, it's the same thing. Yeah. A guy could be getting yeah. his, his ass whooped, and he'll just keep coming back for more. Right. And people will be trying to break it up. The big dude, you've had enough. But there could be four or five people watching, and it's that pride thing. So imagine if you know millions of people are watching, and then you put in, at least with this, uh, with the McGregor-Mayweather fight, the, the nationalistic, yeah, yeah. Ad- the whole promotional tour. Right. You got adrenaline pumping through you too. That's just gonna make you want to just go at it, just yeah, simply because your blood. is All pumping. fights are real, right? Yeah. Don't don't get that. Don't, don't get that twisted. It's definitely all fights are real for sure, right? <laughs> so that ain't that's for sure. It, it's definitely gonna be a fight. It won't count on their record. Um, I think Mayweather will win. Wait, what do you mean it won't count? Like, it really won't count on their record? Or you're just saying no, not it's a, not no. going to make... each other's sports, no. There's no. a different sport. Oh, so wait a this hold on. completely I, separate. Wait a minute. This is an expedition. I didn't even <laughs> realize this. So yeah. if, let's say, Connor does win, Mayweather doesn't get a, a 49 and 1? No. no. Oh, my God. I didn't realize this. I yeah. swear I didn't realize but this. But what's interesting about it is, like Will just mentioned, is ego. Like, right. People will still even... That's going to no, be no, worth, no. That's that's gonna be worth more record. to him than yeah, no, that's, the one. Yeah, that's like them both in the bar, and they go, like in the Rocky movie, let's take it outside. This ain't got nothing to do about record. Right. Now they're even throwing different words that they shouldn't be using. Mm-hmm. So this is going to escalate, and they're still going to be doing promo for another two, three weeks. Yeah. Um, it's going to get So intense. now he let him slide on that one. He let him slide on the other one. It's just going to keep escalating. 
I find it so fascinating too. Fifties involved. He blew up fifty on the, in Brooklyn. <laughs> Wait, so what? Like, what? Yeah. Oh so. no, this thing is this is gonna this is taking on a life of its well, own. I mean, you mentioned Dana White before. I know you just wanted to say something, but Dana White said in a recent article, I believe it was the New York Post. Um, He's a genius. That um, <laughs> absolutely. Basically, saying that he could face a lawsuit if he does try to, you know, play around and do something kind of off than what he's supposed to like which is interesting head or body bonds which know. is interesting because something that i that i've said since this fight was announced that i'm very curious to see if this actually comes to fruition is we were talking about it before when we were saying about when fighters are in a daze the the way that mixed martial artists and boxers train like when you see like boxers hitting the mitts they do those 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 rhythmic drills where it's just i mean it's like it's like a, a core coordinated dance yeah same thing with mixed martial artists you drill yourself to get to a certain level because you want your muscle memory to come into play because god forbid you get rocked and you're on autopilot your body takes over it's crazy like you teach your body to take over when your brain can't can't uh, you know keep up with what's going on the action inside the ring or the cage so i'm curious to see if connor gets rocked and he just, through instinct, throws a head kick and knocks out Floyd. I mean, that's a very real possibility. Right. And yeah, him being disqualified. Yeah, and, 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 and that's... So some, where does it go there, though? But that's... But See, that's what happens. Now it's mm-hmm. just a disqualification, right? Of a, and of all a of this for no reason. Like, yeah. all right. If, I mean, if Connor can't have the discipline to do that, then why... Are we even buying into this? Well, it's not. It's not about it's the not discipline. About discipline. Uh, it's as, just as to what he said. Like it's like literally it's just training. Kicking it's training. Out. There's. I, I've I've interviewed hundreds of fighters, and they've told me about the these moments in their career where they get rocked, and they really legitimately do not remember a span of a round or two rounds. So that's the problem with boxers. They're just conditioned their muscle memory to throw punches. But if yeah. you're a mixed martial artist, right. that throws kicks. You, right. Yeah, you just auto. You know, I mean, think about it. How many times during the day you have a brain fart where right. you just and you're conscious? Imagine getting punched in the or head. Or I rocked. think I think to the average person, maybe this is something that they could relate to, like autopilot when you're driving. Mm-hmm. Like you just get in the car and you're going to some. You're going That's to one particular too. place. Yep. But all of a sudden you realize, wait, I'm going the wrong. Like, I just started driving. Oh, I've done that a few times. Yeah. Where I automatically would go to like a store because I used to go there every day. Right. But I meant to go somewhere else. And I'm like, right. wait, why did I do this? And then I have to make a U-turn. Yeah, exactly. I get it. Exactly. So that, that could be the same thing. Or when you know? you're reading. I mean, there's been times when I've read like three chapters. And I'm just like, what the hell did I just read? <laughs> right. You know, like you just <laughs> zone you out. Oh, about I, this I, stuff. I, that's called me. I read things and I don't resonate with them. Yeah, you're just like, what the hell <laughs> did I like, just I was, read? I was definitely not a great student. You have to read the same page a few times. Talking but. about students, two geniuses that I got to watch this past week. I would this this series on HBO, the Defiant Ones. Oh my God! Amazing has inspired me. Me too, man. To no end. Mm-hmm. Um. I've always been very fascinated and inspired by Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, just of all the things that he had to go through, through the times that you know he was involved, through the whole NWA, Rodney King, all of the stuff that went Shug on. Knight, Death right. Row. Yeah, all of that stuff. 
Um, so I made sure at nine o'clock, I made sure I watched that show. Oh, must have been I had nice. to put power off. <laughs> I made sure. And I got to watch all four parts. Did you watch you'll them be in a thinking, row? No, in a you'll row? Be, no, I didn't. So I'm a very so I gave him the rating on every day. So, you know, you'll be thanking me that I did watch that show at nine o'clock because I got to learn something, and that's what this series was about. It wasn't about like him selling millions of records and stuff like that. It was an inspiring story. But more importantly, Jimmy Iovine. Oh my God, genius! This guy is a genius, man. Um, of course, he's from New York, Red Hook, and most guys named Jimmy are so. Yeah, and he just like Big how worth. he he started this his business and his journey. He's like, yo, man, it's like you gotta watch it. It's just amazing. Can I me. ask? Um, is it considered? Uh, is it like a mini series? Is it based? Is it like a documentary? It's or a is documentary it like a series. Four parts. Four parts, yeah. It's about Jimmy and Dr. It. Dre, and it's you, you don't want to miss that. That I mean, you could get on demand now. It's just amazing. The Defiant Ones on HBO, it's amazing story about two individuals that just came from nothing and sold beats for three, three billy. Oh, my God. I mean, I, like, yeah. And it just it's crazy to me and they you know the music was and, yeah and have continued to innovate past the headphones you know they had their own thing with apple music and i mean they're just continuing to stack onto that success but i'll tell you this and then and i'm being completely honest and get ready will because i'm about to just start pumping pumping you up right now but i think you know and i, and I mean this watching that they reminded me a lot of you because what what you see from Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine is they're not fake it till you make it type of people. And you've encountered people like that. I've encountered people like mm-hmm. that that just they, they find themselves in this situation where they, they, they pretend like they know what's going on. Those guys aren't like that. Like you're not like that. Like they just have something and it's 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 something that can't be taught in, in school. It's something that you just have where it's this drive and this mix of drive and charisma and street smarts and not letting people one one up on you that they were able to go back to the drawing board time and time again. Like, remember that whole part in the series where they talk about where that one failures? Yeah, he took L. he took L's. I mean, part of being successful is failing. Right. And learning Dr. from the mistakes. failed mm-hmm. on his. He, he said he crashed and burned. And, and, you know, it's like th- these things happen. This is part of success. It's part of life. It's part of growth. Um, yeah, I mean, that series, I'm going to be honest, like, I just was like, I, it just brought me back into time. One of my best moments was when Jimmy was talking to Dre and said, man, we got to come up with something. And he was going across these tapes. And he heard this white kid. He's like, what is this? He goes, I want to meet this guy. And it's Eminem, Slim Shady. And they go in the studio, and it was at Dre's house. And there's a a clip at the MTV Awards. And it's Wyclef announcing 
the best newest hip hop artist of the year. Right. And it was Eminem. And I said, wow. Unique is so part of hip hop. It's amazing. Like 100%. I was I felt so proud of that moment when I looked at that. I said, wow, Clef is our, our, our biggest client that put us on the map with Car Audio Magazine on the G-Wagon. Right. And Eminem with Mark LaBelle and Paul Rosenberg. Like, like the history that U- Unique has, it's, it's all in my head, obviously, and all the memories that I have. But it's just, it just brought things back in time. Right. Um, I know where he got the dog tag. Big shout to Beth. Like, it just, it just... It's just so Jimmy is so right about it. You you can't and, and what you said, Ricky, just now, like you can't fake the funk, man. Like you can't be around the culture. You can't say you part you gotta be in the culture and to be part of it. Like right. you can't fake it. You can't just be like looking from the outside and say, Yeah, I'm part of it. Nah, we was dug in there. We were in that entangled. Culture. In all kind of webs. Right. I mean, we were just like everywhere in it. The good and the bad. So it's like if if they were in the studio, they were talking about me and Unique. Right. Oh, no. Nah, I was bringing my car. Up. He's actually late. And it <laughs> it, it, it was part of the. the, the right. The language. It, it's amazing. The DNA. And, and more importantly to me, I feel like the fact that it was Will's bringing my car and they know who he's talking about. You don't have to say Will Castro. They just say Will's no, that bringing was, my car. Yeah, you I know give, who it is. I give that you know Buster like really put my whole <laughs> Will Castro like that was a Buster moment when he started really calling my first and last name. And I remember him telling me he's like, "Yo, Will, that's not your last name, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's my real last name." <laughs> I'm like, so, <laughs> so he didn't even know that he was just calling me Castro. And I'm like, no, that is my name. <laughs> and, and I feel like the kind of relationships that you have with a lot of these artists and a lot of these people, I feel like that was just genuine to them. Like, I don't even think that they were conscious of the fact that they were doing it. I think they were just doing it because that's just how they were being with you because you were their buddy. You know what I mean? Because I, he's genuine. I mean, yeah. again, you can't fake it, especially when it gets to that level where you have a lot of egos and everyone, you know, you get a lot, especially hip hop, where nine times out of ten, they came from the bottom and then they got to this point where 99% exactly. So you can, it's that weird mix of success and street smarts where and drive and drive. And they're looking for a faker. They're looking for someone who's trying to, to, to get a, to get ahead and get past them by being fake. So if you're fake, it's only a matter of time. The clock is ticking. They're going to figure it out. I also feel like amongst all that, there is this part of also being humble. You know, because throughout all that, you, you, you find that way of humbling yourself. You always say it. You're like, man, I'm like when you tell a lot of your stories from back in the day and you're mm-hmm. like, man, I'm like, I'm not like that anymore. You know, because over time and after having relationships with people, you, you become a different kind of person. But you know what's too. interesting? And, and it's, it's very humbling to what's yourself, interesting to your about, about that, what I've, what I've at least seen from the DJing and meeting certain members of, of, of the hip-hop community, you'll see someone and be like, oh, this guy's just flossing, he's flossing. But when they meet someone that they know is genuine, that came from the bottom, it's like this weird fraternity, there's... That that fades away, and there's that respect where right. 
yeah, they're in, in front of the camera. They want to, you know, it's part of their image. It's part of their brand to put on this facade of all this money and stuff. But then when they see someone else that they know, okay, this guy's real, that all fades away and they right. become real in them. I mean, am, am I? Am I? Yeah, you're right. I mean, and then now I feel bad because now that I'm, I'm a lot older, I don't get to go to a lot of the listening parties. I don't get to go to the concerts. It's not that you don't get to go. You just. It's a different lifestyle now. No, you could just, go. I got, I got kids. Man. Yeah. So you it's could like, go. no, I no, I, I, I could. Right. If I if, if if really if I didn't, you know, have other I have to balance my family. Yes. And and be very, very selective on how I can make that schedule. Not only that, we have a TV show. Mm-hmm. We have a radio show. We got I got a lot going on. And it's just it's hard to be able to so basically if you if you go the way I am is if I go to one, I need to go to all, everybody. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm cool with everybody, man. Like right. I got love for all of them because that's who helped build my brand. Right. And talk about brands, that's what Jimmy was doing and Dr. Dre. Like that's mm-hmm. what you know, Eminem was saying, Yo, man, what's up with these headphones, man? Why we gotta use these headphones all the time? Mm-hmm. Because there was a plan. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't realize what what I was really doing when I was younger, I took a lot of things for granted. And that's what people do when you're young. You know what I'm saying? You take things for granted. You're not as humble. You know, you're cocky. You're confident. You, you're doing all these things because you're going on adrenaline and you're going, like, you, you hyped. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm just doing me. And I said, I'm going to get my shop. We're going to make it happen. and do, we, I'm going to be packed, man. I'm getting everybody. And when you're young, you have that energy. But sometimes... You got to enjoy the process. And that's what I'm doing now. You know, I, I got to meet so many great people. I got to be around so many great memories, not only just in hip hop. I'm talking about NASCAR. I'm talking about everything, baseball, football. You, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Capriati. You know what I'm saying? But just I got to see a lot of different things, meet a lot of different people in Travel. You got to go to I a gotta, lot of places. Yeah, Italy, Monaco, a couple times. I mean, life. You know, uh, this car, this car thing has been very. Uh, this car lifestyle has been very good to me and my family. And it's inspiring to me because I'm in a period of my life where I'm in like a creative, like transitional period from doing something and now moving into something else. And I find it fascinating to see someone like Will, who's accomplished so much, and. You like he said, you go by instincts and and based on your age and your mindset, that's what drives you. But then, like again, he's at a point in his life where he isn't about just you know only making moves. You sit back and you enjoy the process and you enjoy the the, the finer things. That when you're younger, you're like eh, you know I want to party. I want to have. Now you're enjoying life. You know but you're you enjoying. Did all I'm that. trying to. You know trying. I, I'm trying to. I still I that you know this this show. Defiant ones. I mean, it just it, it it it's sparked up another little fire. To be honest, and now you know I've had a lot of compliments. Um, you know, this week has been a really really busy week for Unique. We turning on compressors, turning on airlines, turning on you know welders, turning on table saws. You know, setting up the time machine. Like, and I've gotten a lot of compliments. Big shout to Brian coming through yesterday and. He was like, wow, this this shop looks amazing. Like, you know, and it wasn't like that about a month ago. 
and the production company was like amazing. This shop looks amazing. And to be honest, I mean, I go with a vision and I go into an autopilot and setting up a shop. It's just natural instincts. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, like getting emotional. Can I do gonna get, yeah, No, no. But, I'm, I'll, the reason why, look, I'm like literally tearing up. The reason why, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm getting all emotional. It's because I'm sure that moment when, ah, I'm going to stop. <laughs> no, what do you mean? This is this is this is great. Get yeah. emotional. Well, I'm getting emotional because hanging out with Will for the past couple months, I've I know what you've the process that you've been going through. So to finally see that all kind of come together in that one moment, turning on all that stuff, seeing it all come together, it must be like that uh, kind of a moment. And you just, I'm sure you probably feel, like you probably feel really. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, I'm I'm just really proud of you. That's all. I. Because I don't know you all these years. I, I've, I've known you because of my relationship with you. But just seeing you in person and actually seeing what you've been going through and just seeing right. it all come together, it makes me emotional. I don't know. Because I know that feeling when you work really hard for something and then you see the end result. And sometimes you think it's never going to get there. You're like, where the hell is that stupid light? Right. You know? And then you get there. No, it's inspiring. It is. I'm so sorry. I'll be honest, though. We still... <laughs> Thank you, Medina. But I'm going to be honest. We're still, I'll be honest, and I, and I keep telling my team this without my team. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. It's all if, if, if it wasn't for my team, we wouldn't be where we are today. Right. Uh, my family and God, of course. But <laughs> I tell them all the time, we got a long road ahead of us. We got a really, started. really hard four months. We have a lot of haters listening. <laughs> Shout out to the haters who are yeah. listening right now. You know, they're going to, you know, they're going to be wishing us <laughs> the worst. We got big projects. Um, I even think sometimes my mind gets the best of me sometimes and and I know that they're wishing us that we're not going to come through. But I'll tell you one thing. One thing that I know that I got from my grandfather, there's a will, there's a way. Trust me when I say that. <laughs> Believe Absolutely. me, we're gonna get this done. And That's the name of the It's episode. gonna be a great show. Yes. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a great series coming up. I promise my fans that my family, like, we will come through. I got a great team ahead. We got some great people. Got some just amazing stories. Great projects. that we're gonna be sharing with people. Uh, you're gonna have to stay tuned for velocity on that. Yep. And uh, they got you, you know they got some shows coming out, and I'm sure you know those are great shows. But you definitely uh, want to wait to the to hours to the you know save the best for last. Exactly. I'm excited. I really yes. am. I'm very excited. It's yeah, gonna be a I'm good, super it's excited be a good too. So you know I gotta you know thank uh, Brian of course. Uh, he's been uh, a very great. Uh, supporter and, and and has always believed in me so things are going smooth right now and you know jimmy was there last night you know trying to set up everything over there and mm-hmm. he was there till about probably almost 10 30 11 and we're here today doing the radio show everybody's exhausted uh but we're gonna you know suck it up and we have a long road to go. Not anymore. Absolutely. I'm I'm, I'm it, reinvigorated right yeah. now. I was exhausted when I came in. Now I'm going to do some backflips once <laughs> I walk out of here. But you know what it is? It's all worth it at the end of the day. 100%. When 
episode one airs and the theme song comes on and the show, you know, all the work that we put in. Yes. It's all worth it when that when that song comes on for the first time and everyone's when 60 million people plus are watching that show. Yes. I want a big shout out uh, my team. And I'm, and I'm sure that and I want to say this, too. I, I want a big shout out the guys that were part of the whole unique whips back in the day to even season one, season two, for every making team. every team that's been involved with me. Uh, you know, I got uh, much love for you guys, and we're going to have a great, great squad, man, doing some stuff, man. Like, we got some really great Sherwin's Day. He's doing some building right now, and we got Ram. We got just a bunch of good stuff. So you guys tune in to Unique Radio for next week because you definitely don't want to miss out. They're probably saying, listen, where's the celebs? Listen, this radio show is for the people that's in our industry. We're going to be bringing in some celebs to share some of their stories. But next week, I got my man coming on. He has a great shop down in Miami. You don't want to miss this show. He was busy um, at All-Star Week in Miami and of course, my customer, well, not my customer anymore, but a friend of mine, Robbie Cano, ex-Yankee, won the MVP, which is his customer now. Right. You know? I think he's done like maybe 25,000 cars for him now. <laughs> Damn. You know, thanks, Julio. But, but who's uh, counting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, he got the MVP trophy. Uh, it was a great week. I think it was a much success down there. I think they're doing a great job. Major League Baseball doing some great marketing. Aaron Judge. Yeah, home run derby, bringing it back to New York. Exactly. Big shout out to It's about time. So listen, next week, tune in, and uh, everybody got a great weekend ahead? Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Lots of relaxation. Thank you for Medina getting me all emotional. I'm sorry. Me too. I was, I mean, we you got to save that. Yeah. You got to save that stuff for the end of the year on the holidays. <laughs> Trust I know. It was there's, a rough year. There's a lot in there. Right, It'll come okay. out. I got she plenty. went all Barbara okay. Walters on us. Yeah, man. Like what happened here? <laughs> I got so much work to do still. <laughs> Listen, I go back to the shop. You cleaned out your eyes. We just, I just did an eye cleaner. Got it. You got it. All right. So listen, everybody tune in next week to Unique Radio. So we signed it off. Peace. Peace. Unique Radio is a production of Willpower Films, executive produced by Will Castro, with senior producer Medina Parwana, technical producer Ricky Bonet, producer engineer Jim Bibby, with original music by DJ Bobby Castro, courtesy of Willpower Films. The legendary brands of Harmon International, including JBL, AKG, and Soundcraft. Connected Car, Connected Services, Lifestyle Audio, or Professional Solutions, the brands of Harmon International have you covered. Visit them on the web at harmon.com. H-A-R-M-A-N.com. You can check out all my updates, everything on my social, on Twitter and Instagram at IamWillCastro. Hey, if you want to stay connected to the show... Follow us on your favorite social media accounts at We Unique Radio. Listen to new episodes of Unique Radio every week on SoundCloud. And make sure you subscribe, like, and rate us on iTunes. You can find us at We Unique Radio.